Peter, there, there are moments of uh, great hilarity, but I have a feeling, I have a funny feeling, it's going to turn to to moments of great sadness. believe it's going backwards. This is so, 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 so sad. And so unnecessary. All right, guys. We are, uh, we're live. We're live. Breaking 100 in the coronavirus era era uh i'm your host breaking quarantine oh, yeah, breaking quarantine 100 uh i'm your host andy we got jack on uh google hangouts what up we got producer eric on google hangouts hey how's it going uh so uh coronavirus how's that going it's trying guys? times it's trying times have you guys been able to venture outside a lot uh, you know, nope. just uh, walking the dog, and you know, <laughs> and I try to go on walks when we can. And, um, <laughs> well, you, you know, well, you're naming your uh, spouse. We don't want to keep her anonymous. <laughs> oh yeah, we should edit that out. Well, here, start over. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, so <laughs> I uh, I walk the dog when I can, and uh, wife and I will take a walk here and there, and I'm waiting for the weather to kind of warm up a little bit so I can go on a bike ride, but. Uh, you know, 30 degree weather. I don't really feel like doing that. So uh, definitely sure. envious of your, uh, uh, your Peloton. Uh, it's no Peloton. It's probably a 15 year old exercise bike. It's got like the calculator <laughs> style, uh, digital, you know, readout. It's like that green with the black text over it. Trying That's to, sweet. trying to, trying to stay active 30 minutes every other ish day. You know, just trying not to get oh. the muscles to atrophy. Producer Eric, have you been able to get out? Just uh, like, no, I uh, have you left your apartment? You look like on this. You look like you haven't left your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is pretty accurate. I went out Thursday to get some Kleenex, and that was that was it. That was that's all cool. you got for a week. That's just, that's the only time. Well, I guess I did go on a bike ride last Sunday. But oh, that's nice. Since then, during the week, I have not been outside. Sometimes I open up the blinds just to peek outside, though. That's that's about it. Uh, the thing yeah. I've noticed um, when I go out to walk the dog, like, and I we see I see people on the on the sidewalks, like we don't like like go to the other side of the street, but like people like it's like unwritten. Like you look at them and make eye contact, and then as you walk by, like everybody turns their head away. <laughs> 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 I've noticed that. Like I don't. It's just like don't kind of like an unwritten thing that people are doing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've only been out. So like, I mean, it's kind of when I I haven't gone really out for a walk. Me and uh, the missus haven't gone out for a walk, but uh, we're planning on it today. Uh, but she so so I have gone out to the grocery store actually twice, and. It's kind of thrilling because I feel like, you know, it's a race against the clock. I don't know why, but my my heart just starts pounding and like <laughs> I just starts racing and like I feel like I got to get in and out. It's like supermarket sweep. So it's like, uh, you know, it at least gets the gets the blood flowing. But I mean, some of these people at these grocery stores, I mean, granted, like I'm probably like too intense, like I'm at an eight. 
but some of these people are at twos. It's like they're just grocery shopping. Like I'm, I, it's, I'm, I'm about to knock over some abuelitas and some babas to get out of my way, and like you know, like, it's just these people. They, they got to get a moving, uh, move on it. Like, I just, I get too frantic. It's probably a problem. I probably, you know, uh, probably overreacting when I'm out. I just feel like, you know, it's really like though, what's your level of protection when you go out? Because um, uh, zero. I take a hand sanitizer with me. We um. So as a normal course of business at my uh, my house, I stock uh, like the surgical gloves. I use them for like cleaning and, you know, anytime I do like chemical cleaning. So like I always have at least like 100 to 200 on hand. Um, Damn. And so I yeah, so I, I, I have those. So whenever we go out, we always like wear a glove and we're not at the stage where we wear like masks when we go out. But like before they issued the lockdown on Friday, I went to Costco to get some dog food and dude, like there's no carts. Like they make you get your own cart. And then before you go in, like they have a worker at Costco that like wipes your carts down and they've got, they've segregated like these two lanes. So like if you, when you go in, like they have these like lanes like for you and like, dude, some people are, it's crazy because some people are like full gloves and like full masks. Some people are like no gloves. They're just like walking around and like, uh, and then I went to the liquor store by the house and they actually had like, they had like little posts set up that were six feet apart that said like customer one, customer two. So they wanted everyone to stand like really far away. But yeah, yeah like I went to the gas station and like used the glove, filled up my gas, like threw the glove away. And then I like, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. It's like, can you be too careful in these trying times? Like, I don't really know. Well, Tony's Finer Foods on uh, North Elston in Chicago has no precautions in place. It's a fucking free for all. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that it, it, like induces my uh, sense of urgency where it's just like you see people like thumbing through the tomatoes, touching like all the different avocados to see which one's ripe. So you're like, yeah, this place is probably a... Uh, probably a, a real incubator for this thing but you know i made two trips so uh yeah you gotta get what you need well yeah it's kind of nuts uh i've been playing a lot of uh playstation playing a lot of uh the golf club we'll have to talk about that we'll have to do an episode specifically on the do- on the golf club agree uh all right guys well uh I don't. Re- what the fuck are we talking about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> As you can see, folks, it's uh, <laughs> I'm it's trying way. times out here, man. Go to the, it's difficult. Go. Well, uh, I tell you what. Um, yeah, it, well, it's also, you know, it's trying times because uh, we, you know, you, we have to spend a, 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 I'm really realizing how useless I am around the house. Like, uh, so uh, one d- the other day, uh, the lovely Mrs. Host Andy made uh, a margarita. She got to the bottom and she said, hey, can you just give me like a little splash of tequila in here? You know, mix in with the margarita juices and the ice. And I just went and I poured vodka in it. Uh, like I don't know, 
I just I couldn't even like figure out which liquor was the right like I don't know why I just instinctively got vodka and poured it in there and it's like I really have no use in this all I can do is my only thing is to go out into the wilderness and like bring back supplies that's all I'm good for it like yeah at home I'm I'm useless I get them provisions yeah that's pretty much all I can do all right you guys want to talk about golf yeah yeah, I'd like to be playing some golf. All right. Well, um, you know, a lot of golf courses all around uh, the country are closing because of all this uh, COVID-19 tomfoolery. Um, we're actually uh, – I want to get uh, – I want to play a video here. You just hear the audio about someone who uh, is really concerned about the golf course closings and uh, shares his thoughts. So uh, I'm going to play this now. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Well, yours truly. Well – We've got to finish our round of golf today. They said they were going to close the golf course at one point, but they let everybody finish their round of golf, and now they're saying they're going to be closed, and other courses are talking about closing. But, you know, I thought the course did the right thing today. They closed the clubhouse, uh, so you couldn't go in for breakfast or anything. But on the golf course, guys aren't that close to each other. What they did today, they gave everybody... Uh, single golf carts, and they told you not to take the pin out, and I, I don't take the pin out anyway. But I play in a club here, and uh, there's a lot of older guys in that club, and some of them at one point had strokes. They don't walk that well, and they'll never go hiking. And as I say, they, they don't really take long walks. Their only exercise <laughs> is playing golf. So I kind of understand what the golf courses are doing. I, I'm not going to criticize them, but you know, you let guys have their own golf cart. Cart. You tell them uh, not to, you know, pull the pin out. I guess you don't touch the pin. You don't really get that close to one another on a golf course. And I think for some of the older guys, that golf is their only exercise. Uh, I think it's going to hurt them if you start closing all the golf courses. I'm just saying. And if you do close them, you better open up some insane asylum. Get me a bed, because I know if I can't play golf for the next month, I would go crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, take care. Oof. A lot, a lot to unpack there. Um, so uh, that's a special guest, O.J. Simpson. I want to thank O.J. for coming on the pod, yours truly. Um, so, uh, you know, O.J.'s in the same boat as all of us. You know, we are one with O.J. Uh, you know, so the golf courses in the area are closing. O.J.'s uh, presumably in Florida. Uh, you know, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on these golf courses closing in the uh, time of coronavirus? Do you think it's uh, something that uh, is going to be short-term? Or do you think it's something that's going to be, like, uh, you know, for the next foreseeable future, next few months? I, I don't know. I'm... I was looking at Trey Wingo's Instagram and his golf course in Connecticut. um, They put PVC pipe in the hole. So you don't even have to take the pin out to get your golf ball. You know what I mean? So like the ball falls in and it's like, right. You know what I mean? Like it's enough to have your, your ball fall in, but not like deep enough that like you would have to like take the pin out to get your ball, which I thought was like a pretty cool idea. Uh, obviously like they're not closing and I mean, maybe Trey Wingo is a bad observation, like a bad example because he lives on the golf course and has his own private golf cart. So he just literally drives out on the course and plays. Yeah. I don't relate to that. But, but like, honestly though, like 
if we went golfing, if the three of us went golfing, we could either all walk or all have our own cart. I, or, you know what I mean? And like the only time we would come in contact with a person is like when you're actually paying your green fees in the, in the beginning, you know what I mean? And I don't know, like, I really thought that, I mean, the weather's not right for us to golf right now. So it's not like we're going to be golfing this weekend anyways, but like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I just feel like golf or, you know, like, for example, like in Chicago, the, the parks are closed, but like the governor said that like, we're not stopping people from recreating. It's just like the, the, like the facilities are closed. So like you could go to the park right now and the cops aren't going to like arrest you for it. You know what I mean? Like they want people to still like recreate and whatnot. And I don't know. I just felt like golf was something that people could, could do kind of safely because I mean, I hate to agree with anything that OJ says, but like, I mean, you you don't get that close to people. You really don't have to. You know what I mean? It's not like you're sitting right on top of people. I don't know. Though I I would think the golf courses could stay open, but I don't know. It's and it's also like it's not like there's like a rush on the golf course. It's not like it's going to be like a concert environment where there's going to be like a hundred thousand people at the golf course and you guys are just like elbow to elbow like spitting on people and whatnot. Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just partial to it because I am a golfer and and. You know, yeah. if, if if it was 50 degrees this weekend, I think I would be golfing. I feel like, you know? though, you know, one of the things that we have to think about is like people might think that, uh, you know, we're kind of spoiled or like we insist that we should be able to golf like in this crisis when everyone's like cutting back so much and losing so much. We're like, come on, let us let us go golf 18. What's the big deal? It's like, you know, like <laughs> no one can do anything. All you can do is go to the grocery store, like the pharmacy. And like, we're like, yeah, but you know, let us, you know, hit the links. Maybe let's hang out with our boys. I think, you know, maybe, uh, you know, people might not be so receptive to that <laughs> to start. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, wait, here's the deal. Uh, yeah. I also agree with OJ's point. Thanks. Special guest OJ. But like it, well you get you get to the outside and like you, it, you get exercise what else how do you do that especially if you're in uh a lockdown state so like you can go walking down the street but uh, yeah also i've seen uh, a couple of things on like golf twitter like where they like flip the the cup inside or upside down and like basically like raise the cup up a half inch or so so like if you just hit the if you hit the cup that means it's a you count it as, as going in and, and no one has to touch any pins or touch the cup or anything like that. Uh, maybe this is how golf is just played from here on out. Like just, yeah. there's not, you're just like banging into the side of a cup. The ball never goes <laughs> in. You never take the pin out. It's like golf has I mean, forever changed. Hey man, everybody be taking a lot more gimmies, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, no, don't, Hey, you don't want to be reaching in that cesspool of a hole. Just pick that. Yeah, up. It's good. Yeah. yeah it's a gimme. Good. It's good. Yeah. I My, think, I think we'll see scores improve. My my fear is that since like now like okay of course if, if you play now of course like you're not gonna you're just gonna leave the pin in never touch the pin, which it makes sense. But like I feel like this it's gonna almost become a standard where everyone just leaves the pin in for everything. And That's an interesting that, point. Yeah, I I don't. Well, first off, like uh, it doesn't help you. Most most the studies are actually showing that. It does not help you, even though people always cite the, like the first studies that came out were like, "Oh, it does." Like having the pin doesn't. in doesn't help you. But yeah, having the pin in doesn't not yeah, help. Coefficient of friction or whatever, whatever Bryson DeChambeau would try to have you believe. No, yeah, it doesn't help you, but it's just like, especially when you're in, inside, like 
15, 20 feet, just it's gonna. But that's my one of my fears is that. But yeah, interesting. OJ never takes the pin out. I don't understand. You know, like is it just because well, he doesn't want to like set it down and bend over to pick it back off off the uh, the turf? But you know, that's just uh, well. He, he's yeah. He's probably lazy. Also, he, he's probably he seems like one of the guys that's just like he saw the one story about. Oh, it's actually better to pick, take it out in his mind. Oh yeah. No, it's actually better. You know. They, they yeah. Also, so. He probably just doesn't want to leave fingerprints anywhere. That's, ooh, <laughs> that's great well, uh, you know, OJ, he's also saying like, hey, there's like older guys here. This is the only exercise that they get. Well, like one, that's not like that's their fault. Uh, two, there's a bunch of old guys who've had strokes. Like these are like the last people who need to be getting the coronavirus. Right. Like, I guess that's that they, I guess they just have to stay home. Us young us young bucks can go out and golf all we want. Right. I mean, the what you said about like not like I don't want to use like elite because elitism is like a like a negative connotation, but like at the same time, like I kind of see what you're saying. Like people are, you know, like oh, I'm I'm not, you know, I can't go to my softball league or like I can't go bowling or whatever. You know, it's like why should you be able to go golfing? But like, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like honestly, like. Like if we went out and we were all like, you know, using push carts or carrying our bags or whatever, like there's plenty of room. Like we could easily stand six feet apart. I mean, I think we we probably stand six feet apart most of the time anyways. The only time we really come together, like we've talked about this before, is like when you're on the tee box and when you're on the green. Like when you're like but you don't we don't I don't I honestly don't think it would, would impair our game if if we had to like distance ourselves and one thing that i i can't remember who said it it might have been uh the mayor of chicago in one of her addresses but like i think social distancing is the wrong term like it needs to be like personal distancing or you know what i mean like like we we still need to like people are social beings like we still need to like see each other and like be around each other and like have that like interaction and whatnot yeah but it's it's about the numbers that's the whole thing it's about like large groups so that's why it's like so it's like you can't be going out with like a, li- a large group of people or even like you can't be seeing like oh i hung out with like four people and then i hung out with four different people and then i hung out with two different people it's, sure. it's all about spreading it's just about you know that's what the concern is but how many people but like let's say let's say we went out golfing and it was packed there was a foursome on every hole yeah how many people is that you know 18 yeah. holes times four people like, probably times plus eight like the you know what i mean like plus the people at the you know, honestly, like the only time you're really going to get close to people is when you're like going to and from the parking lot, when you're on that first team, you just like make people stand away from you and whatnot. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I golf mean... isn't like a sport like softball or baseball where like or basketball where like we all have to touch the same ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like this is like like I could the only thing that's going to suck is like if you know, you can't go if you see a bunch of balls like in the woods like maybe you like you leave those there this time you know what i mean instead of like picking them up <laughs> no like, way man you that's, could literally my, that's just my whole like, game <laughs> yeah just like only play your own ball like you're not gonna have any interaction with the the same guys on your on the same hole i don't know yeah I but mean, then you're telling the golf course workers that they have to be essential workers and that I don't know. yeah that might be whack you got to think about like yeah who's going there you got the guy behind the counter who's just like taking 
doing credit card transactions or taking cash from people the whole time. You know, uh, I mean, I feel like, well, the good news is, is, uh, our president is a, is a golfer. So, uh, when this shit really hits the fan and they lock down everything, I'm sure he'll make some exceptions for the, uh, <laughs> the old, uh, the local links course. One I'm in the close Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful place. We still can golf. Lots of people. You keep your space. So, you know, I guess, uh, that's a silver lining right there. Huh? It's not all bad folks. Nana and Pop Pop might be gone, but uh, hey, we'll still be able to hit the links, you know. Yeah, there's there's definitely gonna be a story soon of Trump golfing. Oh, one hundred percent. They're they're yeah, not gonna do a con- press conference one of these days and be like, "Why no press conference from the White House?" And it was like, "Yeah, he's hitting up congressional." <laughs> you know? I yeah, I feel like obviously we can't. We are not able to golf right now in Chicago because one, it's cold out. Two, there's well, starting today, there's a shelter in place on it. But after that ends, hopefully, in the next few weeks, like I feel like I'm gonna go golfing. Yeah, well, you're right. In a lot of places, they still are golfing. So you know, hey, listen to what OJ said. If you're in one of those places, you know, don't take the pin out. Keep your distance. Take a separate cart. Although I feel like some of the courses we play will 100% run out of carts if everyone's in their own cart. So That's why just just walk. Just like, walk. Just walk. Yeah, you need the exercise. You've been sitting on your couch for you know weeks on end. You, this thing's gonna last like weeks. I mean, a couple months. So, ugh, it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, buy a push cart, rent one. From yeah, your local club when listen, you go out. Listen to episode two, hole number two, where uh, Jack. Jack Smythe gives a review of his push car. Now could be the time to make that purchase. Yeah, I, I recommend it. Uh, it's a good, uh, just a, good idea, good investment. You know, uh, back to our special guest. How do you guys feel about OJ on Twitter? What are your thoughts? Jack, I'm sensing well, I, some apprehension. I'm, I'm sensing some anxiety about OJ's Twitter account. I, my favorite thing of with OJ's Twitter account are the um, the responses and the comments that he gets. You know, like people will be like, "Oh, did, did you think of any like leads on the course? Like, <laughs> did you get any closer to finding the killers?" Yeah. Like, you know, and you know, it's like good thing he's wearing gloves that fit out there <laughs> on the course. You know, it's I don't know, man. Like we looked it up because I was trying to figure out how he's making all this money and. Uh, so Florida is a state where you're not allowed to tax a pension. So like they'll never get no matter what, like, so he, he was the Goldman's were awarded 33 million, I think in the 30 or 33 million in the civil suit. Yeah. And he hasn't paid a dime. He owes over 70 million right now, plus interest that he's never going to pay it. You know, you know, it's like getting time you get a judgment against somebody that doesn't mean anything. That just means like, you know, we can garnish your income or whatever, but like he has no income because his only income is a pension. He gets a pension of $25,000 a month from the NFL and he gets a pe- an undisclosed pension from the Screen Actors Guild from being in the Naked Gun movies. And, the, and dude, he, 20, could you imagine that? 25 grand a month? How much golf you could play? Like you could live oh, in yeah. one of those like oh, yeah. stinky retirement homes that he's living in, you know, and like, I mean, at the end of the day, he's still OJ. There's still people that are going to Dude, believe memorab- that he was innocent memorabilia uh 
you know, he can probably do like conventions, although that got his ass in jail. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Eric, what do you, uh, producer Eric, what are your thoughts on OJ's Twitter? It was, well, uh, maybe I don't pay as closely. Uh, oh, I'm a big follower. I follow him. It's, 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 I'm impressed by the, the knowledge by, by Jack over there, that, uh, knowing all of his, his pension details. But yeah. Uh, it, it did. It did strike me as we were talking about him laughing at him because, well, it, it, it's funny. It's not shit, but he also uh, is a murderer, so maybe we should. Well, not. You know, Please. you guys are making bit. You know, he is not a murderer in the eyes of the law. Uh, so, uh, you know, you guys, that's kind of libelous, I would say. I, uh, but he has done time. I'm not here to defend OJ, but allow me to defend OJ Simpson. <laughs> right, but he didn't do time for those killings Look, like he's he was found guilty in a civil suit of being being uh responsible for their death look he's That's obviously what got, he was let's found just, guilty of. we'll just say oj has some skeletons in his closet all right we can you know we can all agree on that but hey he's out here living his best life like every it's time scalding hot take <laughs> every time <laughs> I, every time i see him on twitter he's either at the golf course or like at buffalo wild wings and it's like uh, it seems awesome like he's always with his friends they're always like they're doing like fantasy football drafts they're either eating wings watching sports with his boys or he's Ooh. out golfing with his boys i mean come on the man's living the life well you yeah know, well- <laughs> what we didn't, what we didn't tell the listeners is that this is actually a, a crossover pod with our uh, OJ Simpson podcast. Uh, so be sure to be able to look out for that. Yeah, did he do it? Yeah, coming, did. coming soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the OJ podcast. If, yeah, if we're just the Black Nine. I'm, <laughs> the Black Nine. Hell yeah! And we're just gonna play the ESPN <laughs> documentary into the microphone and broadcast it out. Yeah. You know, I. I still have, I still own a copy of If He Did It. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I got a copy of that. Uh, oh, yeah, you guys are OJ stands out here. You guys are like, I haven't, you guys are, I pay- haven't you, you know, you guys have paid for a whole of OJ's golf by owning that book. Actually, all the proceeds on that book go to the Goldman family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever also, makes you guys sleep at night. Also, mine was a 99 cent Kindle edition, so I don't not really. Wow. So you're oh, really you not have the, You're really not helping. You don't even the have the. <laughs> no. Let me see. Right. I think I have it at my oh, fingertips. Jax. Hold on. No one can see. The, no one can see this, but Jack's getting up to to, to get his copy of if he. Did maybe it. that's maybe that's what we should do. Our, our that just says course. I did. Uh, yeah, because the if. The, yeah, right, they edited I, it and made the if like the I really small, like the if in the is I in the I. All so I just, see is the word did. <laughs> yeah. So. When he was, when he was getting ready to release that, um, he got sued by the Goldman family, and they won the rights to all the money, and so they renamed the title, and it's still "If I Did It" is the title, but like Eric said, uh, the "if" is like included in the "i," so like on the <laughs> that is so cover funny. graphic. <laughs> it's it's like there's just a book out there by OJ called "I Did It." <laughs> <laughs> it's what a ridiculous uh, book what a ridiculous book he wrote a whole book as if he did the murders like uh i mean of course donald trump is our president like oj simpson is coming out with a book if i did it where he basically <laughs> just admits to murdering these two people uh, yeah him and charlie whoever charlie is it's probably his son some people think his son did it yeah no well 
I mean, I don't know. The glove didn't fit, so you had to equip. Um, well, wow. hey. That is a great uh, documentary if you guys haven't seen that. I know you guys have, but for our listeners, uh, since we're all in quarantine, man, uh, check out that, uh, you know, The People versus O.J. Simpson. It's a star-studded cast. You call it a documentary? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're referring to the, you're referring a, to the, the FX show. Yeah, you're, you're, It's pretty much a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> There's an actual documentary. Yeah. No, yeah. Actually, to clarify, watch the actual documentary, the thirty for thirty about about it. I forget, I'm forgetting what it is, but the making the making of O.J. Simpson, isn't it? Something like that. Not you know that, who this is? God damn it! The FX show is fine, but the the documentary. I didn't. I didn't make it through the FX show. I think we had three episodes left, and like, I don't know. I have a hard oh time. I, I have a hard time with like the dramatization, like the when they uh, dramatize, like true stories and they start putting in fictional things when like the documentary was so awesome like i didn't need i don't need a show like that doesn't help anything with me i don't know that's just how my brain works i agree you should still watch it though it's great i mean you know the one you should watch is oj made in america that's the documentary yeah that's it you know we should also watch is uh i can't remember uh i have it on my dvr i can't remember who released it but if you youtube it it's uh oj simpson the the hidden confession um or the secret confession or whatever and oh, he actually yeah. did an interview where he like confessed to doing it and then he was like i mean i mean if i did it that's that's probably what would have happened yeah. but like because he talks about how like he just like blacked out and like he'd never seen that much blood ever and like he just and then he was like i mean that's that's what i think would have would have happened and the the woman was like what this is i yeah. think this was all for like the, the civil trial i believe uh, that those tapes were hidden tapes were for uh, okay. he he did it folks spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> <laughs> all right well as you can see with this extensive oj simpson discussion uh, we're all collectively losing our minds here in quarantine so one way to uh, break up the uh, monotony of uh, just never leaving your apartment is uh, making a golf course in your apartment or home. So that's where we're going to uh, turn to producer Eric here uh, for some uh, tips, uh, you know, on uh, what you can do, how you can golf in a confined space. So producer Eric, uh, I know we've had some discussion about uh, making your apartment into a putting green. How's that going? um it's going it's going well so far i'm just in the beginning stages the planning the planning stages the planning stages oh i like Um, this we can see your monitor okay this is nice have you guys not been on a call before but anyway this is uh i've not been on a hangouts call no so you know just on just on amazon looking in indoor putting greens there's a wide variety oh look at this okay Pressure putt trainer. Anyway, first of all, how so, many tabs do you have open? This is ridiculous. Yeah, okay, I do. I have. A, I have a hoarding problem with tabs. Oh, okay, look at this. He's got. I can see at least forty tabs. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, my that's pretty interesting. interesting. Doesn't that affect your browser performance? Look at oh, all these no. programs you have. Over. You have antivirus. You have Outlook, Spotify. Like there's Holy PDFs, moly, there's a lot the of, calculators a lot of open. How does your computer even functioning right now? Because like. When I need to use Concrete, I can just click on it. Boom, it's there. Instead of like 
search instead of hitting the window key and typing ca and having the calculator come up i don't know my uh, keyboard has a, a calculator buttons i don't know what you guys say damn on that. damn uh yeah, so let's see some of these put yeah we're looking at putting greens right now getting back to the wide variety you have the standard uh the ones that kick it back to you if you get one of those don't get the cheap one that's just you know like super narrow get the wide one because you're gonna miss them yeah and you know be chasing them down or the ones that have like that have the mat that roll out that have a raised up cup and then it comes back to you oh i like that that's probably the best one i for I've seen – you go to the – there's a rucket one there where it has three cups. I kind of like that one. It gets a little roll-up, and it has uh, three cups. I believe it was about 44 bucks. No, not that one. That one sucks. This is good podcast Interesting. right here. Right there. Well, maybe that Abco Tech one. Okay. You know, I know no, um, that's like got bunkers and shit. Home Depot also has that, like, uh, artificial floor stuff that's like – you know, that, like, green – like they they have like fake grass, which is a little bit more expensive, but they also have like uh, I think you guys kind of know what I'm talking about. It's just that like like plastic kind of like grass mat stuff that oh, you know if you were real serious, you could go down and and pick some of that up and lay that out to give you a, a larger putting surface. There's but some. It looks like right the things that that Eric's got pulled up right now are more of like, you know, like the, you know, it's like the six five six foot maybe longer kind of feet. You know, it, it, you know, it's just like a a straight kind of shot, you know, but I mean, you could really get into it and make like a larger kind of putting surface if, if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really the first decision you need to make is like, how lazy are you? Do you need one that shoots it? <laughs> and the answer is uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So. I think the returning one is the, is the way to go. Well, I think also too. So if, you know, I don't know, you never know the delivery services might be uh, nixed here and you might be, you know, any port in a storm. One thing I recommend that I've done in the past is, uh, is you just get like a cup, like an actual like drinking cup. Don't get something that's like a golf mug or a golf mug, sorry, a coffee mug. That's like ceramic. Don't use glass. Cause you'll definitely break that shit. But uh, you get like a plastic cup and you just like lay it on the floor and put at that thing. It, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily gauge speed well because you can kind of slam it in there. I guess if you knock the cut back and it, the ball flies out, you probably putted it too hard. But definitely do that. And I would say putt on a rug. You know, putting on hardwood is stupid. You're never putting on greens that are, like, hardwood. So you definitely need some sort of carpeted surface. Yeah, that's kind of my problem is I don't have, a, like, a carpeted surface that I could use. But at the same time, like, you know, if you're playing a place that's got really – fast greens you know like that hardwood you're really gonna have to read the break because you know that's that's not flat and so. i th- and i think the thing like you need to be working on like if you're gonna be putting at home which you know i think we're all gonna end up being do- doing what you need to do is probably find. don't worry about like playing the break of your uh of your apartment or your home or your floor or whatever like you want to find the straightest place possible and you just want to practice your stroke Watch some YouTube videos about like putting and just try and consistently hit the ball straight. Because that's one thing that I think when you're out on the course, sometimes, I mean, that's a lot of people's problem is they don't have a good putting stroke. I know I don't. And uh, so, but it's tough to gauge like, am I pulling it? Am I pushing it? Sometimes you feel like you're pushing it, but it could be very well that you're just standing on a part of the green that has breaks. So the ball just starts right and you don't really know if you made a bad stroke. It's an opportunity to really like hone in on like, your actual putting stroke. 
That's a good point. Producer Eric, what do you what are you seeing over there? Uh, yeah, I, I like that. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably just gonna have to go with the, one of the standard uh, return your golf ball ones. We're looking in the forty fifty dollar range as far as with the with the mat, raised up cup, and then shoots it back to you. What? That's a don't you price. got one? Don't you have one of these? I mean, a long time ago I did when I was like, you know, kids at my parents' house probably. But I feel like I had uh, one too. Yeah, yeah, I certainly had one. I definitely had one. It's it's, yeah. it's a little tight in my apartment these days. Um, oh, go scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Just like one. Oh, look at that standard putting green golf ball washer. So this is nice. So what you should, I think you should also get that. So you can like post that up right at the, at like the front of your putting green and you know, you can really uh, create the feel of a course. Maybe get uh, like a, get a couple. Yeah. Are these, uh, oh, those are, the that's base. the base. Nice. Then what you can get too is like, you can get like, uh, get some T T markers and like you, you got yourself a little course there. Yeah. One thing oh, I was going to oh, wow, suggest it's $275 is um, for this golf ball watch. I would get your, get your phone out, you know, and like, or maybe buy one of those like uh, sleep soothing things that has just like birds chirping, so you can play that in the background to really kind of give you the feel that oh, you're out on the course. Yeah. I'm getting kind of stiff just thinking about that. <laughs> just being out on the course, birds chirping, ball yeah. washer. This ball washer, just the base itself is 128 dollars plus yeah. five dollar chip. Golf ain't so. cheap. Uh, golf, you know, <laughs> folks, you could always just get a. A little uh, Tupperware with some uh, some soap in there, and kind of, you know, throw your balls in there and uh, clean them up. Every you probably now don't and have then, to. You, know? you probably don't have you to. Got virus balls safety much inside the uh, inside the home. What about this? What do you guys think about getting uh, one of these uh, golf the home j- golf driving range nets where you just like blast balls into it? You think that's a good idea to just be like opening up and uh, <laughs> just like if I could drilling balls into the room into to your... swing, yeah, I would absolutely do that. Here's here's the thing. For, for um, you know, besides putting, obviously we can all do putting at home, but like for full swing stuff, chipping, like get, invest in some foam golf balls. I used to, I've had some in the past and they're great. You can smack them around anywhere as long as you don't have anything, uh, you know, too fragile. Anything that will get like blown over by like a quiet breeze. What's that? Anything that, you, as long as you don't have anything that's like going to get, that's going to get knocked over by like a yeah, slight breeze. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Nail down your valuables. Other than that, <laughs> you can you can like hit them all over the, the the house. You can practice. I always I used to like practice my you know punch drop shots, hitting a big draw or a big slice around into the uh, you know the hallway and stuff like that. Yeah, too, it's, because like too, if you're hitting real golf ball, if you get a net and you have the room to like absolutely open up. Like, there's still, I mean, we all, you know, this podcast is not breaking 80. It's called Breaking 100. Like, there's a good chance that you, like, pick up your head and you just, like, hit one off the hosel and you're taking something out. Like, even if you're, like, right there. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely, uh, especially if I'm, like, trying to do something with my lob wedge or something, like, I could easily do that. So I think foam golf balls is the way to go. Can't be that expensive. No, no, they're not. You can get some for ten bucks right here. Also, like ch- chipping, chipping into the couch, into a chair. Ooh, nice. Always, always good practice. And I see this this indoor, this specific, this driving range net, specific for indoor, comes with uh, some limited flight impact golf balls that are uh, 
dent resistant. That's pretty tits. And for, there for you go. In the home, so they're, like, they're trying to sort of foam, but they could get some like whole. Yeah, ninety nine ninety nine by Skills S K L Z. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to sponsor us, you know, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up, Skills. Uh, yeah, man. That's like uh, yeah. Hey, man. We this is like the most actual genuine helpful i think we would we've ever been for people like tips on golfing inside your own home hell yeah this virus is really bringing out the best in all of us guys yeah imagine Even OJ. there's no golfing doom doom skeetle doom doom i'm just kidding that video was so stupid did you guys see that imagine video with all the celebrities <sighs> no i'm not don't, gonna don't watch that. don't it's awful and I'm already, I'm so sick of all this Corona. I'm like, I'm these people who, first of all, celebrities, who gives a fuck? I don't need any messages from like anyone to tell me what to do. Like, like need uh, Matthew McConaughey to tell him what to do. I do love Matthew McConaughey, but like, I don't need him to give me any instructions. And Dude, his, his PSA was so Matthew McConaughey-y. I just don't need to see people playing piano on their balcony anymore. I'm done with that shit. Um... I'm done with like Ivanka Trump and her kids, you know, building a fucking tent. I don't need, I don't care. Stop it. Cause people, and people just, uh, uh, these smooth brains morons who retweet this or like put this shit on Facebook, like so inspirational or whatever. I can't stand it anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like I saw like LeBron on Instagram live and like I clicked on it and looked at it and like, I was like, wow, dude, you just look so rich. And, like, you look yeah, like no shit. Like you have zero problems in the world, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, it's tough here at the, my mansion. To, to be fair, though, the ones that I have enjoyed um, are, like, a lot of these younger basketball players, like John Morant or uh, Trey Young. I saw these guys doing, like, Trey Young was doing, like, a three-point contest in his house with, like, socks. And like these dudes live in apartments and I feel like these guys are, I mean, yeah, they're rich, but like they're living a slightly more similar life to us. You know, they're just like playing video games and like, they're kind of going crazy trying to, trying to do things to stay sane. And, you know, like, so like, it's like a fine line for me, but like, I I hear what you're saying, man. Like really what gets me are the, the celebrities, like there's been a couple of celebrities that have come out and been like, I don't know what the problem is. There's no problem. (laughs) That shit's hilarious. I want to hear more of that actually. You know, like that uh, Vanessa something like she, there was some person who came out and said that like, she doesn't care if everyone dies. It's like inevitable that like these old people should die or something. And I was like, whoa, that's a hot take. That is hey spicy hot. I like that. Come come at me with so. something new. I don't need to hear Gail Godot <laughs> singing Imagine. Like, here's the thing about Imagine 2 by John Lennon. Like, when that song came out, I'm sure it was, like, you know, mind-blowing. And, it, I mean, it's a, look, it's objectively a, a, a good song. And, like, the lyrics are thought-provoking the first time you hear it when you're, like, 14. But, like, you hear that shit over and over. Like, that song does not inspire anyone anymore. Like it's just been running to the ground. It means nothing now. It's it's basically like a vehicle for dumb celeb. It's it's the perfect dumb celebrity song. Whoa! Imagine if there's no heaven, bro. Like imagine that. And it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That it, yes. Imagine. Could you believe it? Oh, these people. They're so stupid. They just because they're famous. They think they have something to offer, and they don't. They don't. Ugh. All right, enough of that. Imagine all the people living for today.
Imagine there's no countries. Um, I might, I might just cut all that. I just sound like a crazy person who has incoherent thoughts about celebrities telling me what to do for coronavirus. Uh, what do you guys? Does this thing? Does this whole thing have a long-term impact on the future of golf? Mm. Like, does golf well, change fundamentally after this? Like, I mean, is pro- I mean, you know, what's going on? I so for a long time, I've been not necessarily worried about golf, but like. You know, it's like you'll see those articles that are like things millennials are killing. And like one of the things on the list, high on the list is golf. And like we've said it on this show before, like golf's not cheap. Like it's a there's a barrier to entry. Like it's like you can't just go out without a set of clubs. You know, most courses that are decent are going to be like, you know, and like a nice golf course is like 50 bucks, like a decent golf course, like, like some of these like forest preserve or like you know what i mean like your municipal style courses they're gonna be like you know 30 40 dollars or less you know and like you get what you pay for but still at the end of the day like you can't go out and get a set of golf clubs for i mean you could get a set for 500 bucks or less but like what are you really getting you know what i mean like it's not golf is is not an easy sport to just kind of like say i'm gonna go golf you know it's not like bowling where you just go to the bowling alley and like start bowling you know like you don't need anything and it worries me that you know, golf courses, um, you know, drive people away and like, it's just a bunch of old people all the time, or it's like, you know, people that can, uh, you know, it's harder to afford it. And so like, I would love to see golf courses lower their prices so that more people can get out there. But I don't know. It, it, it's like a struggle because if you go to a place where it's cheaper to play, then like you get a bunch of people that aren't good at golf. And so it like slows the game down. And so that like, slows down your experience you know what i mean and and i don't know but you think the, is, is, the, is the virus affecting this or is this just like generally is this just general golf stuff? i mean i think this is just like my general thought you know and so like i wonder if like will the virus like cause courses to lower their prices when we get back out there to like entice more people to play i don't know i feel like demand i don't go know up. i feel like people are gonna be itching we're, we're talking about like going out like as soon as we possibly can Oh, yeah. April 11th would be the first Saturday, you know, if the order yeah. lifts in Chicago on April 7th, like April 11th would be the first Saturday that could potentially be played. And like we were talking about it before the pod, like it's going to be it's going to be packed yeah. all day. It's going to be packed. Yeah. But like, Eric, you know, and Eric, do you think like I don't know, you think you think this is going to cause courses to close more courses yeah. to close? I was just thinking that I, I, I don't possibly so. So hopefully not too many. Um, I don't think like, I don't think it'll be quite as bad as like you know restaurants or other service uh, yeah service type facilities. But probably there's probably some probably some that's already on the edge. Like the thing about golf courses, like not a whole lot of them make a profit. The it's margins like, are thin, as they say. Yeah. It's just agree. Not, it's not a business you go into to like make a ton of money uh, for the most part. Which is yeah. unfortunate, but that's just kind of the reality of things. But so yeah, there's probably going to be some that are just you know a few weeks or a month off. Um, obviously, like northern courses, it's probably not going to affect them too much because no one's. Really yeah, it's about. a little slow right now. Yeah, but like well, places that are warm, like Southern California or like Florida, I think you know. Yeah, if this keeps going, though, it, it could it could be it. But overall, I don't think it'll, it should impact it too much. Like I said, I think. Hopefully, we should be able to. to it, it should be one outdoor activity that you still can do. 
ones. Uh, yeah, I almost I'm I'm kind of split where I think like one in the near future it's definitely safe because it, it like we've been talking about it, it is kind of like this exception to all these like social activities where like you can kind of still do it in the in the you know with keeping your distance and like in this time where we don't want to spread this disease but like long term i think there's a i i it just kind of falls into that same batch of uncertainty that everything's kind of falling into right now where it's like we're definitely getting a shock to the system about like what's important like what are our society's priorities you know like what are we prepared for um you know and so like uh I don't know what, like, it's not, life is not going to be like what it was after, before this thing hit. Like, there's going to be things that are just different, uh, political priorities and, like, social, societal priorities. And so, I think we've already seen a decrease in, like, golf course construction. And I feel like that, I mean, I don't know, Eric, maybe you have some thoughts. Like, I mean, it might just go down to nothing. Like, what is going to be the need for building new golf courses after this thing, even the next, like, f- couple years, right? Yeah, that's a good point. It, it probably will, because it was slowly starting to come back as far as building new courses after the whole 2008 recession. There's The last few handful of years have been some new courses being built, but, it, yeah, that'll probably affect it, definitely. Just And, and like, renovations, good. too, like... Be, yeah, it's going to be related to whatever sort of, you know, impact if we if we have a sort of somewhat of a recession after this whole thing. But that that's probably more related to that than anything. But also, but like, there's still uh, horses need renovations. That that was a big thing that came out after the. Um, yeah, that's true. After the recession in 2008, like Just renovations. Work on the courses became, we have. Yeah, renovation became the big thing because like you, every. 15 to 20 years, you probably need some sort of renovation. Your bunkers are going to be shit. Your, your, you know, teeth or your drain stops working, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, like, you, you still we're going to need that, um, that going on. But, I mean, what do you think is going to happen to? So, it's like they might not be making newer courses, but like, for example, there's a course, um, like, it's not in Valparaiso. It's in like Michigan City, somewhere around there. It's a course that I kind of dig. It's called uh, the course at Aberdeen, and it's a pretty nice looking course, but it's really cheap. And I talked to the the management people there. Like I played it a couple times because uh, I got a buddy who lives in Michigan, and we can. It's like halfway for us. And it's a kind of course that I think if it was if it was in Chicago, it'd be in like the forty fifty dollar range. You know, maybe like a George W. Dunn style, um, you know, for as far as pricing goes. And they had said that it was a very high priced golf course and they were just losing money left and right. So they sold it to new management and new management just drove the price down to try to get people to come out there. And, you know, I think it's a it's a really nice course for the money. You know, it just sucks that it's kind of far away. And so I wonder if. You know, like, of course, like, and I don't want to slander the champ, so let's talk about Burnham Woods. Like, Burnham Woods <laughs> has, when I started playing Burnham Woods, like, five years ago, like, it was in much better shape than it is now. Like, it's has not, you know, aged well, I guess. They haven't done a lot of res- renovations to it. Um, They've done zero renovations. You know, the, it's just about, you're talking about maintenance. 
Just yeah, like yeah, normally. I'm talking about maintenance. You know, there hasn't been a lot of maintenance done to that course. And, and I wonder, like, if the course is already there, like, I mean, what what's going to cause you to close a golf course? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's just so much land. Yeah, like, but you, it, like, you, there's upkeep. They probably have to pay tax. I don't know what that – that. so that's the other thing, too, is, like, we talk about going to municipal courses or, like, these county courses, and it's like, what are going to be the priorities coming out of a huge recession and a huge national health crisis and – uh, uh, there's going to be I know it's a little uh, outside of the depths of this pod but like there's going to be some sort of political priority realignment and it's going to be like you know when we're like hey we need to you know provide better facilities for old folks or we need to have better plans in place for like if an epidemic hits or there's some there's some something that's some unforeseen thing and it's going to be like, why are we giving money to this municipal golf course that we're not even taking that great of care of, like Bun- yeah. like Burnham Woods? Like, that's the concern. I feel like private clubs will probably be able to make it through it uh, for sure. And, like, n- privately owned – I mean, they're open to the public, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, pr- yeah. yeah, courses that are owned by, like, a proprietor or something like that. Um, you know, if they if they're able to stay open, they probably will do well. It's, it's concerning for – Things like public uh, municipal courses, county-owned courses, like the Cook County Forest Preserve courses, and like, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, obviously, as golfers, we want to see them stay open, but it's like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. You know, what's the right but thing to do? at the same time, like, if, if let's say, like, Burnham Woods isn't making money anymore. You know, I, last time I checked, it was, like, I think it is making 15 money. bucks I think it's like a to public go to Burnham surface. Woods. Yeah. You know, and, like, so, like, I guess the first thing that you would do, right, is you would sell it. You would try to sell the course True. to, like I said, True. to like a private, you know, person who could then put money into it and kind of renovate it. But like, let's be honest, like to take a golf course and just flatten it out and turn it into something else, like that's going to take an, an enormous amount of resources. So it's not like, it's not like it's a, it's a, it's a theater that you sell to somebody else and they just knock it down and like build an apartment complex on top. Like this is a lot, this is a large amount of undeveloped land. Um, so it's like, you can't just come in and like buy a golf course and like flatten it out and like turn it into something else without like putting a, a decent amount of capital in it. So it's almost yeah, like, but I think you can though. I think, you know, like, like I don't know. I just wonder how they're going to, what you can do with them. I think Besides that's keep them a golf course. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, uh, what's more valuable than land? And like a lot of these places, it, it is good land. It's land that you know, um, is set up to drain, right? I don't know. Producer Eric maybe could have some insight. It's like good land that maybe they start reallocating for, you know, other purposes. Yeah, and most of it's like, most of it's like good, good land. Most courses try to do you know, good stuff for the environment, good, you know, have wildlife on it and stuff like that. Even though, yeah, they put chemicals, a lot, <laughs> a lot chemicals on it, which is not good. But in general, it's like where you see animals out there all the time, which is good, like space for, you know, yeah. great herons and all that kind of. Yeah, there's always good wildlife at Burnham Woods. That's a fact. <laughs> wildlife, five shafts out of five. <laughs> Definitely five shafts on the wildlife. Uh, well, you know what's nice. Yeah. What's nice about the coronavirus, though, is like so. We're this is hole number three of this podcast, and so there's nothing uh, more derailing to uh, anything in life right now than this coronavirus. So, like, if we uh, if this pod doesn't work out, 
you know, we can just be like, you know, we were, hey, we were giving it a shot, you know, but fuck, man, coronavirus. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Took out our pod. Man. Yeah. We got to keep it going. We have to plan some stuff. We have to. What do we guys want? We, wanna, we should watch a movie or maybe uh, Jack, you and I can, you know, uh, stream some TGC or like review some TGC. Oh, Eric, you got to You got to get a PlayStation and get the golf club. Twenty nineteen. Everyone yeah. at home. Get a PlayStation. It's I your- think I would have to. I got this. Oh, Royal McIlroy, PGA Tour. You have to. Maybe you can give a review on that. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know which what one year this did is. Come out? This is an older one. Uh, yeah, no, TGC twenty nineteen is the way to go. Don't bother with all this yeah, other crap. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm a big fan of that that game, even though I'm not very good at it. Um, this is twenty fifteen, I think. This was so yeah. this game's five years old. We could watch. So maybe we should watch some. Uh, Golf documentaries or something too, and we can give our we thoughts watch on them. Caddyshack, maybe. Nah, I mean, work. eventually. I mean, who hasn't seen Caddyshack? What what new light are we gonna bring to the table? I'm talking about uh, like I just, well, I watched the Tiger Woods uh U.S. Open Pebble Beach documentary. There's um uh his his six peat of the junior and amateur championship was pretty interesting. Like we could watch Tin Cup. Like, Tin Cup is kind of like Caddyshack, where a lot of people have seen it, but, like, you could talk about Tin Cup, I feel like, endlessly. I feel like Tin Cup is an incredibly uh, rewatchable movie, as they say. We should, like, Caddyshack's watch... not. Look, t- look, Caddyshack is, but, like, it's, uh... Tin Cup tries to be a real golf movie, which, like, uh, Caddyshack is obviously not a real golf movie. It's a golf movie, but, like, Tin Cup is a real golf movie, and, like, so in that sense, like they try and like create a realistic golfing uh, plot, which I think opens itself up for an endless amount of debate and like uh, things to catch. You know what I mean? Like the man like pars a back nine with a seven iron. Like we could talk about, is that possible for, you know, for 10 minutes? Whereas like Caddyshack, it's like, does Rodney Dangerfield's putter with a scope actually work? The correct answer is no. Uh, I mean, you know, we could talk <laughs> about <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, music on the course and is it helpful or not? Oh yeah, he we did. Could talk he, about he was kind of ahead of his time with like the blue, you know he had his own like Bluetooth coming out of the. Uh, we could talk about uh, you know the necessities of the foot wedge, you know when it's a when it's important and when it's not, you know and. Uh, you know, have it, you guys were caddy, so you could talk about is the caddy experience, you know, in the That's true. In the uh that would you know, be look at all these new. topics, you know, that we're coming up with caddy shit. Well, here. I'm saying if we're gonna do a movie review, we're doing Tin Cup first. Have you seen Tin That's Cup, fine. Jack? Hold on here. Jack, have you seen Tin Cup? Tin Cup. Of course I've seen Tin Cup. Producer Eric, you've seen Tin Cup. Yeah, of course. You just threw that in the spa, man. Tin Cup is not on uh, Netflix. Uh, just I don't know. Fork over three bucks and watch it on Amazon ah, or something. That's a lot. It's not. It's the cost of renting a movie. You could probably find it on YouTube or touring it. Ugh. I gotta Google it, but I'm using my phone for this uh, thing here. <laughs> All right. So well, so maybe we could do some movie reviews or like we gotta do something because uh, when uh, hey producer Eric, when you get that uh, setup going up, maybe we you can. Uh, 
rate your set you know see what you know if you've had to rearrange some furniture what's the best layout in a, in a room you know i have no idea yeah for sure I'll, I'll do some more investigating i'm definitely i've already got some foam balls in my uh, amazon cart and, and just just deciding on the the perfect uh on the perfect foam ball the putting mat oh the foam ball i, I use the amazon's choice for that oh so. yeah well you'll have to give a review too that's another hey look we're coming out with segments right there so you'll be reviewing foam balls just making a note here producer air foam ball golf review uh all right i don't know i mean it's about time guys we should call it it's like been an hour um my cat's here uh probably hungry any last thoughts uh stay safe out there everybody don't do anything stupid so i'll be over soon producer yeah. eric I'm just waiting for this this shutdown to end so we can do some golfing. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll definitely report back on our first uh, golf experience in the the new quarantine world. A hundred percent, we will. Uh, yeah, I echo uh, part of Jack's thing. Stay safe. Uh, when he says this, all will be over soon. I don't know about that. We, this thing could uh, go on forever. We may we may never be able to golf again. It's horrible. Um, but hopefully we can get out there in two weeks. So, all right, guys, uh, I'm gonna end the pod now. Sounds good. All right. When I was young, I never needed anyone, and making love was just for fun. Those days are gone. Nobody's home